You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. This show is brought to you by Printful, our sponsor. Printful has been trusted to deliver more than 28 million items to doorsteps all over the world. And every month, they ship more than 1 million products. The best part? There are no monthly fees or upfront fees. And you only pay for fulfillment and shipping when your store gets an order. So you can focus on growing your business while Printful takes care of the printing and shipping. So today I'm here with longtime Privy customer, Jason Wong from Doe Lashes. This is his second appearance, I think, on the show. If you're not familiar, mm-hmm. he's an amazing guy. I follow him on Instagram and live vicariously through him. <laughs> we were just <laughs> talking about that. But he started like eight brands on Shopify. I think he's best known for Doe Lashes. They're a, I think, seven-figure store. You can tell us more, selling silk eyelashes and a bunch of other products. He also does a ton of e-commerce education for founders as well. At Privy, we're super proud to to partner with him on that. Anyways, the reason I invited Jason back on the show was after I saw a recent promotion he ran that he was tweeting about. So Doe's one of these brands that has some fan fervor around it. At least that's my perception. Limited run product drops, all that good stuff. But Jason was talking about packaging as a hook to drive urgency which I thought was unique. I talk a lot about offers with, with brands and founders, but packaging was interesting for me. So also where he's getting his inspiration from. So I thought it'd be fun. Let's chat about both, but Jason, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back, man. It's always nice to connect with you. Warms my heart a little whenever I get a message from you in my inbox. So it's always good to just catch up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think a lot of us know about Doe, but maybe you can just give us a refresher in case there's anyone new listening. Yeah, Doe is actually a eye product brand. We started off as a lash brand two years ago, but we're slowly transitioning into the eye category, creating things and developing things like contact lenses that's coming out soon. We're working on you know anything that helps taking care of your eyes. And that's really what the brand's building around. But our main principle is comfort. Uh, our belief is that beauty should not affect the comfort. You know, when you wear things that make you look pretty, you shouldn't sacrifice comfort for it. So anything that we develop, even our lashes, we put on a shift to weightless. And that's really the whole idea behind Doe. The name, a lot of people ask me about the name. You didn't ask me, but I'll tell you anyway. So the name came from a deer, actually. We were traveling and we were, we saw these deers and saw how long their eyelashes are and how gentle they were. Like, wow. man, that's a really good branding play for us to model after a deer because they have really long eyelashes and they're very gentle. They're very sweet. And they're like, can we make a brand play around this? And that's really how Doe was born. I love it. I appreciate you sharing that. I, I didn't know that, but <laughs> I think it's a really good backstory. So, I've always loved the visual aesthetic. Last time you were on the show, we talked a little bit about how, you know, it wasn't always that way. And I really appreciate the evolution to kind of mature into that. You know, packaging is something that has always stood out for me about the Doe brand and the website too. But like, let's talk about offers for a sec first, because I think that sets the stage for what you were just doing. So like, it's commerce, right? There's coupons everywhere. There's BOGOs. People do bundles, free gift with purchase is another thing, right? Yeah. I assume like whether it's Black Friday or, you know, anything else, even some of the work you do on Privy for Capture, like 
safe to assume that you've tested some of this stuff in the past? Yeah, yeah. And and actually what we're about to talk about ties in with what I did on Preview using only Preview and actually got a lot of good metrics from Preview that I like to talk about. But yeah, we'll, we'll lead into that. I, I think offer is one of the most important things that you have as a company. Very obvious that, you know, what, what are you trying to really give to your customer in exchange for their money? But before you take on to that step, what is it that you're trying to give to your customer in exchange for their data? Like that's the first funnel. That's really what Preview is built around, right? So when we talk about offer, there's really two things that we really want to emphasize on, at least on the dough. And it's like, what are we giving people when they first come on? And what are we giving them after they have given, so giving us their data and we nurture the relationship? One of the first things that we did as an offer with Privy was instead of giving out a discount, we did a giveaway. Uh, we are saying, hey, enter your email address for a chance to win a $250 shopping spree. Nice. And the idea behind that is that we didn't want to become a coupon company. We don't want the initial impression that people come onto our site 10 seconds later, the trigger is we'll give you a discount on our product because we're going to give this to every single person. We shifted that narrative away because we found that we can actually discount a lot less by shifting a different offer, which is a $250 shopping spree. So anytime that someone enters their email at the end of the month, it goes through a random uh, generator where we pick out an email and we send them an email saying, hey, here's a 250 shopping spree to shop at Dell. But this offer wouldn't work for you unless you have the branding behind it. Because if you're brand new to this entire space, what good would a $250 shopping spree do for me? There's, there's no attraction to it, right? So we only really activate this offer two years after we launched hmm. when we felt that there was enough momentum. People actually want to shop here that they know about us, right? And so that $250 is actually very enticing. So we actually tested this. In the beginning, it didn't really work. But now when we tested, our conversion rate for email is 6% wow. on Privy, uh, which is you know not as good as the Wheelio, like 14%, but the quality of the email is drastically better because you don't want to put in a fake email if we're going to send you a shopping spree, right? So there's that. And the other thing that we did recently, as of August 2nd, was that we added a second step on Privy, asking them for their phone number. So instead of asking email and phone number at the same form, we did the phone number as a trigger only when they fill out the email. And our conversion rate for that is 27% on Privy. Wow. That's something that I was super happy about. Like we've been testing it. So over the past three weeks, uh, the data has shown us that, or two weeks, the data has shown us that 27% is the average over the past two weeks. Wow. That's amazing. There's a lot there, right? I, I love the enter to win the, the framing around, you know, it's like a $250 gift card or, or shopping spree, I think really changes the narrative. That's awesome. And right. You know, 6%. I mean, that's pretty solid given the traffic you have on the SMS side. I think you're right. Like the step two opt-in going for the phone, I think is really smart because I, I, what we're seeing too, is that like people are a little bit willy nilly to give away their email. Um, they're a little bit more, you know, sensitive yeah. around the phone. But 27%. So 27% of people that have opted in for email as part of that form are now opting in for text. That's huge. Yeah, it was actually a lot higher than I expected, which is amazing. We So previously, we were using uh, PostScript to collect phone numbers and phone numbers only. And it just didn't uh, we, I think we got like a 0.4% conversion rate. So I still use PostScript for all my SMS stuff. The, there's no fault to that. But I think in general, people are just more hesitant to give you their phone number. So we switched it up and be like, let's use Preview for email. 
and it will connect the second form to uh, for SMS, but we sync it into PostScript eventually. So that's the offer on the front end uh, when we talk about offers. The other offer that I think is really the, the meat of this whole show is talking about what is the offer that we give to people when we launch new products. So typically when you launch new products as a DDC brand, people will do two things. One is, is that they'll do a waitlist saying, hey, we have an exclusive job. Here's the waitlist for you. But it's the same product that you got to get rather today or, or two months from now. There's nothing special behind it. You just got to get it a little bit earlier or a chance to get it a little bit earlier. You might not even get it at all. Um, what we did differently was we created this whole uh, unique batch of product that's only reserved for our first 100, sometimes 250 customers that no one else after that will get it. So there's a scarcity factor to it. Only 250 people in the world will ever get this packaging. Now, packaging on its own when you're a brand new brand doesn't matter. Like if you just started out three months ago and you have a limited edition packaging, I don't know you, I don't care about your brand, that there's no incentive for us. So we only really started this a year and a half after we launched because we found that there were people that actually really liked us for our designs. Like people saw our design, they're like, man, that's really cute. And we're like, okay, what if we sprinkle a little bit more salt onto it? What if we season a little bit better with 250 limited edition? We're not even going to do a weightless drop. We're going to drop and first 250 people that buy it, you get the uh, limited packaging. And we push that narrative really hard. No discounting, no weightless or whatever. Wow. We just push that exclusive thing really, really special. We saw it sell out almost immediately. At one point, we, we've done pre-sales for it, like which means that we have no inventory for it at all. People are willing to give us money just to buy it. Wow. That that was the power of a limited special packaging. That's amazing. So like the other day when you tweeted this out, it was like August 10th. It, it was saying limited edition packaging only for the first 500 customers. So do you mean you actually sold 500 of those like in that like day or two, basically? Yeah, that design. And then everything afterwards is just normal. <laughs> wow. Does the packaging, like, does it say limited edition or is it just that you're calling it out and like, it's obviously very different than the normal packaging? We're calling it out, um, but it's very obvious that this is not something that we do because our only two main colors, blue and pink. Right. So anything beyond blue and pink is extremely, extremely unique. And anyone that who follows it, who cares? Here's the other thing that really matters here is that this packaging only matters to people that generally care. And we have built our business over the past two years to have that fan base of people that know us. So like, if you're just showing this to someone off the street, they're like, oh, it's just an orange packaging. That doesn't tell me anything. We're really going after the returning customer, like people who have been with us, who bought from us before, who are like, okay, I have two, three pairs of dough in blue and pink packaging, but that green packaging that they just launched, I've never seen before. I want that. So we're now doing spring spring collections. We're doing winter collections. We're doing Halloween collections. Wow. Uh, you know, Christmas holiday uh, editions that we're doing like a mint green with like red, with like curls uh, around it and stars for Christmas. And people buy it. And so like a lot of people listening to this are like, well, why the heck would they buy it? It's just packaging. But that's really the key difference between a, a an established brand versus like someone who just started or a dropshipping store is that there's this fan base around people who love the brand so much that they were willing to wear the brand's logo on their hoodies like Glossier or Supreme. You know, these are brands that will slap their logos on anything and people buy it because they have that loyal fan base. We are starting to pick traction upon that 
And so we're, we're really taking advantage of that and saying that people love our brand so much that it transcended beyond just lashes. They're willing to buy just the packaging. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. And actually like a really good kind of change from the normal behavior that you see from, from e-commerce brands. I, I do think you make a really good point. Like if you were just doing this stuff when you were within six months of launch, like it's probably not worth the effort, right? It's not easy to create packaging that looks awesome and can be delivered on time, you know, alongside a new product launch, like that's super stressful and it probably wouldn't work early on. But, you know, later on, I love using this as a repeat hook and, and as a kind of urgency driver for, for new launches as opposed to an offer. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like DDC brands in general needs to shift away from the whole discounting narrative. Like they really need to stop thinking that discounting is the only way out because you're just going to discount yourself to the bottom. Yeah. It's, a, it's a price war. And so the, the real brands that will survive are the ones that are able to motivate and give people the, in, the incentives to buy beyond just saying, here's 15% off. Like our abandoned cart sequences don't have a discount until much later on. It's like as the last resort. You should never use discount as your first offer. Because immediately that devalues your brand in the face of the consumer, right? Yeah. And I think I think people just that are new to the industry may just assume like a discount and offer are the same thing, right? But what I love about this example of the packaging is like you're presenting your customer with an offer, but it has nothing to do with price or discount. Yeah. Right. So there there really is a it's it's really just an emotional or value-based hook to get someone to, to take action as opposed to like a coupon code. So really good. No, I, I was just thinking like offer, like people need to think about the definition of an offer. Like when people think of offer, they think of money, but there's so much more that you can give to your customer besides just a monetary discount, the feeling of exclusivity, a better a connection with your brand, making them into a more loyal customer. These are things that you can actually give back to your customers in different forms besides just here's five dollars off please buy from us totally because it's a slippery slope you never once you once you start doing that you don't get back up that's the issue awesome well i, I gotta ask because i do follow you i said that earlier <laughs> i know you're a huge nft guy yep did did some of this inspiration like is nft kind of trickling its way into what you're doing like absolutely absolutely so the other day i tweeted something that i get a lot of inspirations from um, other companies, other categories. Like for example, the limited edition drop, I got that from a car. I, I got it from Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, whenever they launch a special edition car or, or new category, for the first 500 cars, they would release something called edition one. And those will have like a different body kit. They'll have a certain special color, different type of wheel, but only those cars will ever have it. And so people felt that they need to own that because there's only a certain amount. And that was the value to customer. It was actually more expensive. There's no discounts on it. But the feeling that you can own something, one of 500, it's such a good feeling to be a part of. Like people want that for social proof. No matter what your thoughts are on this matter, people want to feel like they're part of something. And you need to give them the opportunity to. So Mercedes did that. But then NFT now is another way for people to do that because there's only set amount of NFTs that you can get within a certain collection. So for example, the penguins, there's only 8,888 penguins ever created that you can own. And so that's why people buy it. A lot of these same concepts can be applied to e-commerce. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so important to have hobbies outside of work, right? Because it, you're going to draw inspiration from other 
industries from other parts of your life, and you're going to pull that into your own marketing, your own brand. I think that's an incredibly important part. You know, it's not that you need to be the, the smartest person or the most creative and invent something new. It's really about, you know, looking for inspirations. What do you get excited to like gravitate towards in your personal life? And how do you kind of bring that to your own audience for your own stuff? So totally, I think you heard it here from Jason. He's one of the top entrepreneurs in commerce. And I think the, the approach you have on offers and discounts and the innovation you're doing around, you know, new product launches is amazing. So Jason, thank you again for coming on or coming back on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me.